Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy you're here. And today we're pressing the reset button on believing in gurus. Yes, believing in gurus. And I'm just going to put this disclaimer out there right from the beginning. This opinion is either going to jive with you or the perspective is not. This is not about you're right, I'm wrong, I'm right, you're wrong. This is just a philosophy and idea that resonates with me based on where I am on my journey. And you may have a different viewpoint and that is okay. I'm sharing that because I don't want to get any DMs that are mean and confronting and trying to convince me of a different opinion. Those don't do well with me. I'm just going to say thank you so much for your opinion. That was so interesting. I will read it but I will not engage in it. And I share this because I felt inspired to talk about this because this was a question that was asked to me on a recent Q&A Friday. And so guys, please note this. Like anytime you ask a question, it is only so much we can answer in three to four sentences on an Instagram story. So I have to be very mindful of the words that I use and try to communicate in such a small way, which is really hard for me because I'm a very wordy person. So I just want to put that out there. Just be aware of that before even it's me or somebody else, before you jump down somebody's throat about a comment that they made, just be mindful that you can only say so much in a short period of time. And so I truly, truly believe that words have such a powerful impact and we have to be responsible of the words that we use because what my perception on a word can be very different from your perception on a word. And what I said in that question, my answer was that I actually don't believe in gurus. I believe in spiritual teachers. I follow a lot of spiritual teachers and I get a lot of wisdom from spiritual teachers. However, I believe you are your own guru. And so that answer did not sit well with somebody who's a follower of mine and she sent this very confronting message read everything that she said and I understood her viewpoint of what she said and they might be similar to what your viewpoint is but I want to share her point because it's important to hear all sides but I also want to share what my viewpoint is and the understanding and the spiritual perspective behind it. So when I said that I don't believe in gurus, but I follow spiritual teachers, she felt like it was very contradictory. And I don't believe this is a religion thing, but many times gurus, right, is from the the nature of Hinduism or the idea of like yoga and meditation being passed on from guru to disciple. And that's how it was done in the olden days. But basically her viewpoint is, is that all wisdom is passed down from gurus and sages. And she believes that it doesn't make sense that you can say that you don't believe in gurus when all learning comes from gurus. And she said that the first thing a guru teaches is that you are your own guru. And so I totally understood what her viewpoint is, but I think guru is a very charged word and misunderstood word in modern day. So back in the day, like I said, rishis and sages 
in India would pass wisdom from teacher, guru, to student. It was a one-on-one relationship. It was a relationship that was not like a school year. It was like developed over years and years and years. It's a very intimate relationship. And if you read like autobiography of a yogi, or even if you listen to Sadhguru or different yogis, there are ancient yogis like Yogi Bhajan who brought Kundalini Yoga to the West. They had a guru that they learned under. But that's not how things work nowadays. With modern society and wisdom available to everyone, it's percolated and circulated through social media, through lectures, through workshops, in large scales. And so many of us are taking our own take on this wisdom. So to me, I believe that gurus and spiritual teachers are a little bit different. With spiritual teachers, you're acknowledging that the individual that you're receiving information from is also another human being. They're a fallible human being on the spiritual journey. They're not this Buddha, this Messiah, this prophet, this enlightened being that's reached nirvana and moksha and maybe they have however they still have gone through an ego constraint they've they're working through that and many of the spiritual teachers that we listen to i believe are like that they're still fallible human beings they struggle they're going through their own journey and they teach and share based on what they are overcoming and what they have overcome but there's still a growth curve to it so that's why I think like gurus for some people is like they look at that person as their end-all be-all when you're lost and you're looking for solutions and you're seeking advice it's like that one person you go to that everything that you believe in is their truth and it's your bible and you won't question it and that to me is scary because you've seen that happen where people have grown their platform so big that they don't question what that individual says and I will even say for me that I follow the yogi the mystic and visionary Sadhguru and I resonate with a lot of what he says but there's some things that just don't jive with me but I put it through my filter of my own higher truth and intuition it doesn't necessarily mean that he's wrong and I'm right it just means that wherever I am in my spiritual journey that wisdom is currently not resonating with me and so it's not about judgment it's not about putting someone down it's not about saying someone's a fraud but there have been instances where gurus have gained popularity that they've been able to manipulate people to believe that they are the one and you see that in cults um and you even see that in yogic followings too like i'll give you a prime example bikram he's such a big one there's a documentary on netflix you gotta watch it if you don't know about his story but the wisdom that he received was from a guru and the postures that he was teaching were all legit however he took it and then made it into this big thing where he got followers and from that he was a fallible human being with an ego who did immoral things that took advantage of people that made a lot of money that cheated people and so that to me is that you can't put your wholehearted trust in somebody because this person was doing really really bad things and so that's a disalignment yes maybe his teachings were aligned with the truth however we can't put him on this pedestal like he did he put himself on this pedestal and so many people so blindly believed in him if you listen to the documentary it's true and that is scary to me because you can't ever defer any of your power away even if it's for someone who seems to be more evolved than you are or further along in the path there is a 
chant that we do in kundalini yoga before we start and it's called the adi mantra and it's ong namo gurudev namo and it translates I bow to the divine teacher within me. I believe you are your own guru and any good spiritual teacher will guide you to your inner truth about finding the wisdom within you. I believe the higher self, the part of our consciousness that's connected to universal energy, doesn't matter what religion that you are, that is your truth. That is who we should be deferring to. And the reason being, like I said, is that Every single one of us are in a different phase and path of our spiritual journey. And in each phase, the rules are different. And so the wisdom that's going to resonate with you is going to be different. So what may be an aha for me may be like, eh, that's okay, or it went over your head. Or maybe what wisdom did once like give you a big aha, you've evolved past it. And you're like, yes, that served me at a point. But it no longer is serving me now. I need other wisdom. And so I think it's great like to to listen to other spiritual insight and spiritual teachers. You know, on my journey initially, I listened to Gabby Bernstein a lot, Marianne Williamson, Eckhart Tolle. And now who I resonate with is a little bit different. I still value their work. I value the wisdom that they shared and how it impacted my life. But it doesn't serve me where I am right now. Matt Kahn is more my cup of tea now. And yeah, I think I still always defer back to Marianne. But there's just different wisdom that you'll find that resonates. So that's why I share this may or may not resonate with you now. But it may resonate with you in the future. And this is just an open dialogue of, yeah, maybe you are seeking that one individual who you can really find some answers that you resonate with. I just want to put a disclaimer out there. And I talk about this in the episode about spiritual ego. Just be very mindful that your ego is not tricking you when it's trying to like when you're in a seeking mindset of like finding spiritual wisdom or a spiritual teacher, never give up your power to that person that you're you're listening to without letting that wisdom filter through your intuition and your higher self and your consciousness to see if it really is serving you at this moment. And don't be so attached to the source. Don't be so attached to the wisdom because everything changes and evolves. And who you resonate with now, what you resonate with now may be different in the future. And that's why I say there's no right or wrong in this. If someone is sharing something, and I'm not just talking about me, but if someone that on social media is sharing something, first off, don't feel that just because they have an opinion that it's your right to jump down their throat and contradict them. I think having the ability to have an open conversation from a energy of let's understand each other rather than because someone has a platform and they shared something and you want to make them feel wrong or try to change their viewpoint, it never works. That energy never works. So I just wanted to put that out there as well because we really have to be responsible for the words and the energy that we put out there, even if it's on social media or you're trying to connect with someone um, in that realm. So I hope this makes a little bit more sense of why I believe that you are your own guru. And I do believe that whenever we feel lost and alone, I think it's great to open yourself up that can you guide me to an individual or a book or a person or a talk that will serve my highest good? I found so much wisdom and clarity in that. And I think spiritual teachers are really 
I feel so grateful for because they're human beings who are earth angels and have held this call that they're going to be light workers. And they, when they show up in their authentic truth, they allow wisdom to channel through them. They allow themselves to be a vessel and an instrument where wisdom can come through to them so that other people may be touched by that. That to me is what a spiritual teacher is. It doesn't mean that just because one person, I really like what they say, that everything that they say is correct and I'm going to follow them and defend them to everything that they do and everything that they say. So this is just one perspective of obviously many. And I really do open up the line of communication that if you want to have a friendly, open, enlightening dialogue, I am always all for that. But if you're coming from an attacking, confrontational, like contradictory or trying to convince me to change my mind, guys, I'm not going to (laughs) engage. And that's my own boundaries. I will say thank you for your interesting opinion and then bless you with love and light and then that's going to be it. So those are just my boundaries and I hope that as we learn to navigate this online world and just relationships in general, we maintain that sanctity of those boundaries of how someone's showing up and what is what we say and how we align with our words definitely hit me up i'd love to hear your thoughts and have an open conversation about this and i just want you to know that you have the power within you to have the answers the peace the wisdom that you seek and when you're trusting your intuition and your highest self you're highest evolvement will unfold. Sending you many blessings. You are the guru and trust that wholeheartedly. Love you guys. Bye. If you've been loving the Time and Talks podcast and you find value from it, I would be so eternally grateful if you take a moment of your time to leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. And when you do, I'd love to gift you my seven-day stress detox course. All you gotta do is screenshot your review before you submit it. Email it to me at thejal at thejalvpatel.com. And when you do, I'll inbox you the details of the course. This course has my go-to tools anytime I feel impatient, angry, fresh, and I come to them almost every single day and I promise these are the tools that you're going to want to have in your back pocket too and if you haven't purchased the meditation for kids book definitely do so now you can purchase it anywhere you buy books Amazon Barnes and Nobles Target IndieBound BAM and you can go to meditationforkidsbook.com to get more information on the meditation for kids masterclass course if you're a complete beginner and learning how to teach meditation to your kids this is the step-by-step roadmap that's going to to teach you how to teach your kids meditation without having to become a certified meditation expert. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.